Welcome everyone to our podcast Everything's Connected. This is me, Dev and this is Jay. And in this episode we'll be talking about some of the most essential components related to the processor and also how they own the market. Yeah. Now, uh in our previous episode we discussed some uh, stuff about processors like multi-threading and multi-processing etc now in this episode we'll be talking about mainly the sockets in which the processor fits in onto the motherboard now yeah. the sockets as you all know they change they tend to change almost with Every generation year. to generation and with model to model yeah so these sockets which your cpu these sockets are present on your motherboard they are basically a crater on which your cpu actually placed is your cpu is actually placed on and it gets attached so uh, these sockets consist of two parts one are the pins and the other are the electric contact pads so basically these pins could either be on your processor which is in the case of amd or those pins can be on the motherboard which is in the case yeah, of intel right. and this uh, why intel actually does this is basically they don't have any pins on the processor because you are more likely to drop a processor and if you drop a processor and the pins get damaged it's dead so intel tries to go around that do you think people play cash cash with them other mode these days <laughs> no pe- people drop everything people people drop people drop everything so dropping a motherboard it's less likely a scenario than dropping a small processor <laughs> so uh, to overcome to to overcome this stupid uh, necessity intel made a technology it's not a technology it's just basically what they're calling it is what they call is lga land grid array in this the pins are actually placed on the motherboard and the process and the processor is actually completely flush and only has contact pins at the bottom but in the case of amd till this day yeah amd is the other way amd till this day is using uh their am4 socket am4 socket is the latest one they've been using it for quite a while now like three or four years and they still have the pins on the processor and their processors are bigger they require more power but they could easily switch to the lga system they're obviously not going to call it that intel has already patented it but they could do it yeah so of course uh, these sockets change depending upon the generation and the model of the processor now which also depends on the exactly. number of cores and threads that it has and of course the size varies yeah and uh, amd processors as we know simply amd amd has more cores in their processor it's like a general rule of thumb that if you want a more threaded a multi core processor you'd go for an amd processor so that requires more power and hence they have more pins at the bottom yeah now it's uh, just that amd owns the market when it comes to high range processors because that's why you consider it a multi core processor yeah and that is why their processors are a lot bigger than intel's and of course the the body of the actual motherboard on which the these uh, you know chips fit are uh, you know they also vary from uh, for yeah. parti- for particular kind of companies like for amd there are different bodies of mo- those motherboards and for intel there are different bodies because of course uh, for the position of the pin exactly and uh, because of this uh, because of the market how the market is changing every single day with every new with uh, a lot of new processors coming out every january through december it's 
it's like every single month you get a new processor and for that they have to build a new motherboard and that happens because with newer processors you are going to be needing more more uh, tdp which is basically the power delivery and the power or the power taken in by the processor through the motherboard and for that right you need pins you need pins to conduct the electricity to the processor right so with exactly. more power hungry processors with more uh, performance giving processors processors with more cores more threads more and higher clock speeds you are obviously going to be needing more power and to deliver that power we need more pins exactly talking about the pins pins not only help us you know for the power supply they have many other yeah, so uses pins, as well uh, basically they provide the processor with the information they connect the processor to the motherboard and to all of the other components through the motherboard and for that you require a lot of pins you just can't deliver all the power required by the cpu through just one pin that would be so dumb because uh through the limitations of copper and everything it it exactly. ju- it just doesn't work that way so uh that's why processors have like thousands yeah. of pins the the most famous intel processor the lga 1511 uh, 1511 processor has exactly 1511 pins at the bottom so uh why do you need so many pins for power delivery and uh, and data processing and uh, information simply and uh, there are a lot of reserved pins right. too in case uh, we get uh, in case the processor gets an update and requires and start to require more power then they already have reserved pins in them no i guess we have discussed more than enough about the sockets and pins coming to the market of the processors mainly two companies are selling the processors uh, namely amd and intel now we are not mentioning arm here because arm designs the processor but these two companies design as well as sell it which team are you on team intel or team amd depends that's a good answer i am on side of intel when it comes to mid ranged and uh, cheap range processor cheap range processor not cheap processors cheap range processors but when it comes to high range uh, processor then i am on of course amd side Oh yeah right I I'm, I'm the same way actually I'm uh, towards AMD when it comes to all the technological stuff and when it comes to single core performance and reliability I'm with Intel Yeah now up till uh, you know up, I guess up till quad core you should go for Intel but if you are buying around hexa core or yeah. octa core processors then anything higher go for AMD AMD go for AMD hands down Yeah so talking about the market the market is basically owned by intel right yeah now. because it has gained the liable uh, you know it has gained the reliability of the customers exactly it uh, also because intel has a huge range of processors not that amd doesn't but intel basically makes a processor for everything they have the smallest processors from like the uh, the little bit costlier range uh, from like the uh, they have the i9s they have the xeon server grade processors yeah, to exactly. the simple i3s which basically power an ultrabook they have no, a huge range intel also owns the market because it has given us some legendary processors like pentium of course exactly we can't forget it yeah <laughs> pentium was like the god of processors i mean uh if if you ever saw a cpu in your grandfather's house it would probably we have been running a pentium or a celeron processor but bro core core to duo 
the Intel Core to do a processor. That thing was literally everywhere. Yeah, again. <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. Core to do and Pentium, I guess, were the most famous. You know, uh, Quote most famous. You know, processor. I guess famous. F- famous and I guess the most yeah. sold processor that Intel yeah. has made. I guess. Yeah. And also, uh, no, Intel owns the market in many ways. The reliability, obviously. It has some, you know, most companies. Yeah, these processors are obviously dead, but they were so widely used. Yeah, now also most companies prefer Intel yeah. over AMD. Like, uh, you may have seen that most of Lenovo's and HP's and Dell's laptops use uh, Intel. Yeah, because they obviously have to go with what the people want. And people in this case want something that's right. a little more reliable than yeah, they uh, want power. So they go for Intel. And that's why companies like HP and Lenovo and a hell of a lot of other companies just buy Intel. Now, again, I'll say that uh, there's a I'm making contradiction to my own point, but I think that uh, now Intel is kind of losing the uh, cheap range market because of the Ryzen yeah. processors. Exactly. The Ryzen processors, uh, simply to put it into simple words, uh, AMD just launched a Ryzen range, not just launched, they launched it three years ago, but it has three variants, Ryzen 3, Ryzen 5 and Ryzen 7. So Ryzen 3, which is the cheapest range, uh, can yeah. compete with Intel's i5 processors. Yeah, Ryzen 5 Intel's has mid-range done pretty good in the market. Yeah, it has and Ryzen 5, good. which costs morely fairly around like uh the i5 how the i5 is priced they are, they are priced really similar the cost of ryzen, ryzen 5 and 5, i5 8 gen is almost same yeah and ryzen 5 which is basically mid-range for amd can compete with the i7s which are high range for intel so you can see the graph here amd really has something up its sleeve the number of cores that ryzen 5 has is not as uh, you know cannot be compared with i7 i7 is around exactly. i guess about Hexa-core and octa-core processor, but uh, yeah, Ryzen yeah. 5 Ryzen is, 5 I guess, is limited quad. to quad. Quad or hexa, yeah. Yeah, quad or hexa. But, uh, yeah, it is losing the cheap range market when it comes to the, the Ryzen 3. Ryzen 3 is, you know, uh, I guess Ryzen 3 is overpowering the i3 processors. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But the thing is, like, uh, Ryzen 3 comes in this weird spot where you can get an i3 processor, an Intel's i3 processor, which would give you more battery life in Ultrabooks. And this Ryzen 3 processor is just not as good as uh, a power efficient processor as an i3. So, laptop manufacturers don't actually use Ryzen 3. And if you're building a PC, Ryzen 3 is just way too mundane to buy. It's like, Ryzen 3 comes in this weird spot, but Ryzen 5, that yeah. is the processor that Intel's going to be, uh, that AMD is going to make, be making the most money off of. Ryzen 3 comes in a weird place just because uh, it is not being sold by many companies. I guess only uh, Asus and s- only some laptops of HP are preferring it. Yeah, Ryzen 3 is not, uh, we don't even also recommend Ryzen 3 because you can just go for an i3 if you want the power saving and the more battery life in your laptops basically i3 is a mobile processor it's it's a dual core mobile processor yeah yeah there are better processors in the market obviously now uh, some of you may be thinking and of course uh, people say to me that arm is the future some people say it to me but uh, arm is not the future <laughs> at arm all. is a soc and we are talking about some, you know, some dedicated, basically some multi-core processors here. 
yeah which are designed to do one thing process tasks right uh, arm basically made makes the chips for i guess for uh, apple most chips are made by arm the designs of course yeah yeah they design the chips then they sell the architecture to companies like apple to qualcomm they are their biggest suppliers yeah right now uh, during the new uh, the latest uh, wwdc keynote we just saw that uh, uh, i guess there was craig who took uh, yeah, yeah. who hosted the conference so he yeah, showed us craig that he was in the mac he was yeah he was uh, running the uh, a mac a mac uh, pc on it the it was that chip of uh, apple which is a soc yeah Now, most of you may be wondering that uh, an it was that chip is better than the intel chip because of the smoothness the smoothness was not because of the right. processor it was because, it was because of because the software optimizations exactly and uh, for anybody wondering this a12z chip is actually the same chip found in the latest ipad ipad yeah right so basically you can run uh, this is this is just a uh, simple uh, just uh, very layman terms in very layman terms we can say is basically a tablet processor is running <laughs> a computer operating system but it is way deeper than that it is just not what i said right now yeah now they showed us that the smooth gaming etc now the smooth gaming doesn't only depend upon the processor but also the graphic card and the ram exactly there are many other uh, you know things to cover when it comes to gaming yeah there are a lot of factors even your bloody monitor is one of the biggest factors right it can contribute right like, like 20 to 40% of your fps just your monitor totally yeah of course the uh, no this the smoothness was also because their software is uh, so lightweighted that the cache memory isn't uh, you know fully uh, i guess it's not just full the cache memory there are some you know space left with the cache memory yeah their software is extremely yeah, light yeah. the ios yeah, operating system is extremely light exactly <laughs> and that's why it runs so good and uh, just uh, uh, everything you see on wwdc just take it with a pinch of grain of salt just take it with a grain of salt because uh, the the version that they were running on the mac mini actually was actually very 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 well optimized like hundreds of time before they actually showed it in yeah. the conference now i'll give a point to apple here they are working on the software they are actually working on yeah, the software are, yeah yeah but again people think that the apple a13 bionic chip namely is better than the snapdragon 855 processor the it's the same case like intel and uh, that a12z chip yeah they are they cannot compete it's just the software that exactly. causes the smoothness exactly you cannot you just cannot compare a tablet chip to a dedicated processor which is designed to do just one thing and that is process tasks no but my point is that if you compare the uh, the chip of their mobiles uh, the the iOS chips on the iOS devices yeah. like uh, the Apple iPhones and on uh, the Android phones these days then uh, you can't compare them actually because if you run the uh, yes yes you, exactly you uh, with that chip with the A13 bionic chip I am pretty sure that you can't run Android on it as smooth as iOS. Exactly, and even if you could run it, it would be like 
very glitchy and everything because they are not designed for of that particular processor. Of course, you can run processor. it, but it won't be as smooth as you know iOS because uh, they have their software safety uh, security limitations. So, guys, thank you for listening to this episode. Uh, we hope that you learned something new from it, and uh, we really hope if you liked it, like it if you liked it, dislike it if you disliked it. Leave a comment if you want to, and uh, subscribe to the. Po- I'm going to keep doing the same outro for like yeah yeah sixty seven episodes. Okay, okay. Let's do it. My guys are bleeding. Okay, okay. And uh, if you have any feedback, just and if you ha- and if you have any feedback, just text us on our Instagram page. And uh, if you have any constructive criticism, we'd accept that too. Okay. Yeah, of course. Uh, thank you guys for watching. and uh, we'll catch you in the next one peace kat kar yaar